When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Andrew. Hey, Goldberg! I better that talk was a team, brother. You stop it. No, I agree. I would not be an acid physically. I have more of a podcast body. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. Way to go, man. Way to go. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hello, everyone. Kevin is not here. He bailed on us at the last possible second, but we do have possibly a new replacement for Kevin. Who knows? Quack question of the year winner. It's 2022. First episode of the year. We have the quack question of the year winner. Mike is here, aka Cats fan in Ohio. Mike, thanks for being here. Congratulations. Hey, thank you guys so very much. I really appreciate it. So Mike's question was about the Trinidad and Tobago coach, whether he was underrated, overrated, that kind of stuff. We'll get into that. But Mike won with 49% of the vote and uh, hotly contested. He was up big, actually. You were up pretty big early on. And in the last few days, people um, sort of chipped away at your lead, but you hung on. Uh, Second place, Matthew B, who uh, asked who would win a one-game playoff, District 5 or the Don't Bothers. Uh, We asked that to Matt Doherty. But we did have a lot of feedback on the quack questions, including from Steve Brill himself. Steve said that the questions are amazing. And uh, he said, the questions are amazing. I feel like I should have answered them. And then we had one question about the former Ducks coach who had the heart attack. And Steve gave us an answer for that. So that question came from uh, Danny, a.k.a. D. Reisner 12, who asked what happened to the original coach. He said, the original, this is from Steve Brill, the original coach of the Ducks had, who had the heart attack was named J.Y. Nash, and he was a hard-ass guy who actually worked for Riley as an assistant and thought he was a genius who should have his own team. He was overweight and had hypertension. He recovered, but when he watched the Ducks win the Goodwill games, he had a massive stroke. He's currently living in Stillwater, Minnesota, and has survived COVID twice. And we also had a question about, you know, should uh, Don Tibbles have sued the Junior Goodwill Games for concussions and that kind of stuff, class action lawsuit? Uh, Steve says Tibbles should have sued, but the concussion actually made him foggy, and he forgot to file. So, solid answers. Let's go back to the uh, the original coach. What was his name again? J.Y. Nash. So J, like, and then his middle name is Y? Um, I think it's like, uh, you know, uh, JT or like... Uh, oh, those are his initials, J-Y Yeah, J dot Y dot. That's wow. not what you hear very often. Yeah. Man, and he was a Hawks assistant, went to go do his own thing with District 5 and didn't mm-hmm. realize what he was getting into, almost killed him. Yeah, flamed out. I feel like there could be uh, an episode there. but There's uh, got to be a, a don't bother storyline as well, like, nowadays you know if they're still looking for coach replacements is he going to be the first one and he has another heart attack in episode one 
He's still kicking. <laughs> That's true. He has survived COVID twice, and he's in in Minnesota. Yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm thinking at some point he really should have gotten his shots or his boosters, you know. <laughs> yeah, you you think he would? Tempted um, fate a couple of times. Yeah, but I've, if I guess Bombay's not going to do it, then why should this guy? Which True. is, of course, a terrible uh, mindset to have. He should get his boot, his shot, and boosters. True. I did think it was interesting that he did not answer Mike's question because he has talked in other interviews about wanting to go to Europe, having an international competition. So I'm holding out hope that um, he's got something Trinidad and Tobago lined up for Game Changers season two. Uh, but let's get to Mike and his question. First of all, I, I like to hear the origin stories. Like, how were you introduced to the Mighty Ducks, and how did you come to sort of love, you know, the trilogy and, yeah, and the yeah. Game Changers and everything? Yeah, yeah. So a little bit of my background, you know, originally from Kentucky, which is why, you know, my uh, my kind of screen name is Cats Fan in Ohio, because I, I do live up in Ohio now, but uh, went to the University of Kentucky. Uh, and so hockey is not, a super popular sport uh back home um i think there's only like four ice rinks in the whole state uh but <laughs> uh growing up um you know i was always really into sports always really loved sports movies any kind of sports movie i would watch me and my dad really got into them and you know one day you know my dad decided hey there's this new kid sports movie out it's about hockey i had no idea what hockey was and so we went and we watched it and I just, I fell in love with it because it was such a, to, for me, it was such a foreign sport to me. It was like watching the Olympics. You know, I love watching those because you got all these sports you don't normally see on TV and that's exactly what it was. And, uh, you know, there were kids a lot like me just running around getting into all kinds of trouble and uh, just fell in love with it from there and watched all the, the sequels and then of course, Game Changers. Real quick sidebar. Um, yeah. How do you feel about the movie Glory Road? Since I guess you could say Kentucky are like the bad guys in it, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually I really like that that movie. It, it's a it's a very good movie. I actually know uh, one of the guys that played on Kentucky's team. He was a he was a backup. He didn't actually get in the game, but I knew, but I know him. And uh, you know, and so talking with him, you know, about what that game was like, you know, and having watched it, I think they did a really good job uh with it and you know a lot of Kentucky fans we kind of joke because the semifinal game you had Kentucky and you had Duke who's you know of course our big arch rival both of them were were you know all white teams and we just happened to win that and it ended up we ended up looking bad you know for for the rest of history as a result so we won that one uh but no I think they did a really good job and it was uh for the University of Kentucky they ended up kind of uh, helping to integrate it because the very next season, the very next year, they actually integrated the football team, and that they were the first ones in the SEC uh, to integrate uh, any any athletic program. So, and that was partially because of that that season. So, I, I actually really like it. Well, fantastic! And yeah. uh, for those who aren't aware, it's the story of uh, Texas Western now UTEP winning the uh, national uh, men's national uh, championship um, with a uh, all black starting five. First time that was done um any any sports movies that you think we need to be talking about more on this podcast other than the mighty ducks of course interesting question hmm. i don't know come back to me on that one okay we'll come that, back we'll revisit yeah, it come back yeah 
All right. All right. Yeah. Let's uh, let's go. I did like that bit of Kentucky history there. I enjoyed that, but uh, let's go back to the mighty ducks here. So were you, were you seeing these in theaters with your dad? Were you a VHS guy? The first one I believe was VHS because I think my dad taped it off, uh, off TV, kind of a pirated copy. Nice. Um, We went that route. (laughs) But I believe the second and third one, if I remember correctly, we saw in the theaters and, you know, I'm, I'm a huge Olympics fan, as I kind of alluded to earlier. So the second movie, I know you guys always talk about uh, which ones are, you know, the ranking of the Mm -hmm. order. Number two is my favorite just because of that. Uh, you know, because it's similar with the Olympic style format, you know, different countries, all the, all that kind of style. Uh, so I, I just always fell in love with it from, from there. Yeah. Let's get your ranking. Let's get the full ranking. So number two is number so, one. Number two, then number one, then number three. Three okay. has, I, I know, I know it's, it, uh, you know, some people have, have really like number three. And it's gotten better as I've gotten older because I certainly see, you know, them growing up. But as a kid, I just couldn't understand. It's like, they go from winning the junior Goodwill games, the gold medal, to now they're the JV team at a local high school prep school. That's like, eh, if it had gone the other way, if they'd done three, then two, it probably would have been different. Just the formatting of like where the teams were. Oh, that would be interesting. Then <laughs> yeah. like an alternate universe. Have, yeah. 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 It would have been if there was a D4 or maybe if they'd waited D3 for like four years, like, hey, get them in college. Yeah. Then you get the R-rated version that we yeah. all wanted. <laughs> and we're all Absolutely. talking about how that's the best one. Absolutely. Perfect. All right. So mentioned Mike's question was about the Trinidad-Tobago coach. Was he underrated? Our, to, to recap our answer, it was essentially, you know, we don't really know but it sort of hinged on whether Belafonte was a, you know, generational player that carried Trinidad and Tobago or this coach actually developed Belafonte and was developing Trinidad and Tobago into some sort of Caribbean hockey power. What did you just sort of think of our answer? And do you have anything to sort of um, either argue against or add to that answer? Uh, I, when I, when I initially heard it, I kind of disagreed, but uh you know, I, everybody's, it's open to interpretation. Of course, that's what makes this, this completely fun. Uh, the reason why it kind of came to me is, you know, in, in my mind, uh, you know, like I alluded to being from Kentucky, hockey's not a big, big thing. And so, you know, the Caribbean can't imagine too many of these guys grew up really playing uh, a whole lot. So even if they were athletic, you know, whatever, I'm not sure what sports are big in Trinidad, but uh, you know, I was like, they, they had to have had some decent coaching you know, to be able to score even two goals uh, mm. against, against the gold medal winners, you know, clearly Belafonte is a, a stud, you know, had some great moves as they, as they said in the, in, in the movie, but, but there had, there had to be something behind the bench. So you're saying, you know, one hockey, one hockey arena in the entire country, this guy yeah. is, is rounding up other athletes and actually mm-hmm. teaching them yeah, cool running style. You know, okay. he's like John. He's like John Candy. Okay, exactly. I think there's definitely like a parallel there. And uh, real quick, according to uh, Trinidad uh, ttconnect.gov uh, tt, um, there's an abundance of sporting talent, which is demonstrated by the achievements of our sportsmen and women in various activities locally and internationally. Cricket stands out as one of the most popular local sports, mm. which is not surprising. But they also mention, um, uh, interestingly enough, uh, powerboat racing. 
um, and a lot of water sports. And uh, the Great Race has been held every year since August 1st, 1969. I'm not familiar with it, but I think we're going to come up with a screenplay for it. Um, (laughs) Other sport activities, hockey, swimming, squash, volleyball, cycling, rugby, badminton, gymnastics, rifle shooting, boxing, and bodybuilding. And of course, uh, I didn't mention this, but soccer. I'm going to look up Trinidad's uh, Olympic history and uh, let Mike keep going, but I'll let you guys know that in a minute. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I guess my only sort of counter argument would be, you know, like in the Olympics, the Chinese team, they sort of get Canadian guys who have Chinese heritage who sort of join their team and to play like on the hockey team. Like, do we think Belafonte was part of that? Or, or are you you're, are you thinking the coach oh, developed all these guys homegrown? I guess in my mind, I always envisioned homegrown. I, I never thought about like, uh, you know, in, importing, you know, people from Canada that, you know, maybe they uh, had roots. But yeah, I know what you're talking about with, with countries doing stuff like that in the Olympics. That, that didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> yeah. A good theory. I, my only, I think, I think Belafonte is from a different country and his parents, you know, moved to Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> at a later part of life but i would give you know just because he seems like such a uh like mm. on par with the u.s where oh i thought you were meaning like like he he was born in trinidad and like maybe his dad got a job like in toronto and when he was like a baby and he grew up playing in canada and they were like oh hey you've got this uh this heritage yeah you can come back and play for us now <laughs> it's, it's possible i just don't know how far the junior Goodwill Games Trinidad and Tobago team is willing to go. So I don't, I don't know, like like you soccer teams, like the U seventeen, U fifteen, U thirteen, like World, well, maybe not U thirteen, but U fifteen, like World Cup. It's like, you know, like I'm eligible to play for a couple of European countries, and you bet your ass I would have done that, like when I was thirteen. Uh-huh. Um, but real quick, Trinidad's Olympic success. It's had some three gold medals, all coming in uh, men's track and field. The most recent. Kishorn Walcott and the men's javelin throw 2020 or 2012 London. So duck call to him. Uh, hmm. Let's see if they can do something in 2024 in Paris or maybe upcoming in Beijing. I don't know if Trinidad and Tobago has a hockey team. Actually, I know they don't because I just looked it up. <laughs> but um, well, maybe we'll, we'll get some uh, something for, for the next cycle here, maybe within yeah, the next yeah. uh, 12 years. Maybe <clears throat> game changers can get some more uh, Trinidad references and really kind of get yeah. a get a nice growing in trinidad yeah but it's an interesting question like is is belafonte like a canadian who comes and plays for trinidad and tobago or is he like a canadian who lives in trinidad and tobago now or is he just not is he a homegrown guy i don't i don't know if we have any evidence at either way there but not clear I think it would have been a good spinoff to have like mcgill play for team ireland in d2 <laughs> oh yeah that, and then he's like back in the enforcer and he's i don't know redemption tale but we'll, we'll yeah. make sure brill knows some of these ideas so he can write I them mean, into season three Iceland's and four playing with like 30 year old guys you know so clearly the rules are uh you know mendable yeah That's and true. i mean russ tyler shows up like in the knockout round basically so <laughs> that's true what was the name of the guy who won the gold medal again? Do you still have that up? Uh, Kishorn Walcott uh, in 2012, London. Right. We'll give him a proper duck call. Duck call to Kishorn Walcott. <laughs> let's, um, let's move on now. I think 
there's an interesting question that I would want to hear from the Quackalites. Like, is is Belafonte an import? Is he a ringer? Or are you mm. giving all this credit to the Trinidad and Tobago coach? But if if Game Changers goes the international route, does your opinion change, Mike, on whether if there's an international tournament in Game Changers and either Trinidad and Tobago is not there or Trinidad and Tobago is there, does that affect how you see that Trinidad Tobago coach or is it, has it just too much time passed where you, you don't know? Ooh. Uh, yeah, I think too much time may have passed, but you know, I, I definitely think that uh, if they're not there, then somebody, they got jobbed by somebody. You know, there was oh. definitely some, there was, there was some funny business and somebody got left out, you know, there were, there's some underhandedness for sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Did you take any um, umbrage with our thought that maybe the just Trinidad and Tobago's qualifying group was very weak to get to the junior Goodwill games? And maybe this coach wasn't as, I guess you pointed out that they did score two goals against Team USA. That's yeah. sort of the, the one yeah. saving thing yeah. for them. Yeah. Obviously we don't know too much of the background of like what it takes to get in because, you know, Tibbles just shows up and says, Hey, I need you to coach in this tournament. So somehow the United States qualified, you know, so uh, I don't know. It'd be, it'd be interesting if we, if we had some more background on, on that whole, whole qualifying process, you know, did they have to beat like Jamaica or somebody else <laughs> to get in or was it just, Hey, whoever can, you know, get here in time. Yeah. Yeah, we've talked about it a little bit, but that is a good point that Team USA seems to have qualified somehow without a coach, or maybe they fight. They're, their... they're the host. Oh, automatic oh, bid. Automatic bid. Good. Interesting. Yeah. I, I feel like they're the host. Canada maybe gets like the North American bid, or like maybe they do it up based off of rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I feel like Trinidad has to win some kind of play in, and maybe they're paired against like you know, teams from Asia and Africa as well, or something like that. I like this. Yeah. And I, I think I had sent one of you guys an email before about how uh, the, the flags in the little speech. Yes. Don't line up with the countries that are actually in the, uh, the tournament pairings. Yes. There's a whole thing that I still need to investigate. You wrote a very yeah. long and very detailed email yeah. about these flags. Um, yeah. I, I was trying to investigate at one point and then, uh, it sort of fell off my radar, but I do need to, we do need to yeah. look at that. Cause that's like a full episode that really plays into this here. Hey, if you, if you need me to come back, just feel free to invite me. <laughs> Perfect. I, there are times I've got a lot of, a lot of thinking time on my hands. And so <laughs> my mind wanders. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Let's, um, let's move on. Quick question. Your your bio, the Kentucky mm-hmm. born and raised, stuck in Ohio. Yeah. I guess you told us a little off the dare how you got stuck in Ohio, but um, mm-hmm. how did you end up in Ohio and do you think you'll ever, you know, escape? <laughs> uh, so like you just mentioned, born and raised in Kentucky, uh, but my wife and I, we met in college at the University of Kentucky. She's from uh, Southwest Ohio, where I live now in, in, uh, in the Dayton area. And after we got married, um, <laughs> she decided she wanted to move home after her mother passed away. And uh, so that, that brought us back up here about a year after we got married. Uh, I do anticipate at some point I'll get a chance uh, to move, uh, but just not anytime soon. My, 
I've got a good thing going on up here. I, I like to tease my wife and especially her family about being stuck here in Ohio, but it's not so bad. You, you mentioned earlier, you know, you've got kids. Are they going mm -hmm. to Kentucky 100%? Oh, oh 100%. Yeah. It, well, ironically, out-of-state tuition in Kentucky is uh, cheaper than in-state tuition here in Ohio. Mm, really? So plus, uh, yeah. That's interesting. So, yeah. Have you introduced your kids to the Mighty Ducks? If so, what do they think of it? I have. I introduced my oldest one. He's seven. I introduced him to the, the first one. He hasn't seen the second or third one yet. And he just thought like all the, mostly like all the hijinks and the pranks, they just, he found that to be absolutely hilarious. Just belly laughing, especially like the eggs. Mm -hmm. He was like, daddy, when can I do that with you? And I was like, never. <laughs> <laughs> have you taken him out onto the ice? Have you given him proper hockey lane, uh, training? <laughs> no, we've taken him uh, roller skating a couple of times. He's, uh, he's about as coordinated like Fulton when he first started off. So oh. <laughs> it, he, he's going to get there though. He's going to yeah. get there. Just a few roller skates through the mall, and he'll be yeah. ready to go. Abs absolutely. Yeah. Has he gone into Game Changers at all? Have you shown it that to him? We've wa He watched one episode, and then he got bored and walked off. <laughs> he's, he's seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Attention spans are that, you know, like five minutes, and then they're done. Exactly. <laughs> five hours of content is a lot for a yeah, seven-year-old. It is. It's a lot. Uh. Last sort of personal question, I think. Mm -hmm. What did your wife say when you told her I'm going to be on a Mighty Ducks podcast? She just kind of stared at me. She's like, <laughs> and and then she asked me, "You're going to do what?" <laughs> and then she just went back upstairs and said she was going to watch TV. <laughs> she said, "We're never going back to Kentucky." <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Do you? No, she, she's watched them with me, and she watched Game Changers with me, and she liked them. But she was, she doesn't understand listening to a podcast about it. <laughs> she just doesn't get fair. that part. To be yeah. honest, that's fair. But um, I am curious. I'm always curious. Like, how did you find this podcast, and like, what what made you like tune into, you know, 200 plus episodes on the Money Ducks? Yeah. Uh, I don't know how exactly I found you guys. There was an article written, I think it was, I don't know, probably a couple of years ago, written about, uh, written about the Mighty Ducks. And from there, like, it kind of started me down the rabbit hole of well, whatever happened to like those actors and things like that. And there was another article that I ended up reading that talked about your all's podcast. And from there, I looked you guys up and saw that at that point, there was probably like 100, 150 episodes. And I was just like, I found my people. Um, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they understand me and, what, and, and my sense of humor. Uh, and just, I started back at the beginning and just started listening to all of them. Um, I travel quite a bit for work. Uh, so there's a lot of times when I'm on the planes, I can just, I was able to just like download a whole bunch of them and listen to them as I'm, as I'm flying and got caught up pretty quickly, actually. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you. We appreciate everybody who listens, but yeah, we appreciate you tuning in and sticking with us. Uh, it is time. It is time to pass the torch here. Mike, Cats fan in Ohio, 2021 Quack Question of the Year winner. It's going to help Thank us you. answer the very first Quack Question of 2022. If you don't know by now, you ask us questions. On Twitter, through Facebook, on the Discord, through email. We pick the best ones, try to answer them. This one comes from the Discord. 
that com- this one comes from the true elect on the discord. He asks, which of the Eden Hall Ducks are still playing hockey when they graduate and which ones quit? Um, oh, so, so like who quits in high school? Is that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, who quits in high school or, or, you know, maybe doesn't move on to the future. And I mean, we could obviously go deep with this, but we can, mm. let's just run it, run it through them pretty quickly. He obviously you think Banks is Banks is playing somewhere yeah. in the future um conway he would i think he's hanging on to the dream at least i don't know yeah somebody gives him a shot yeah i I think so he's good enough he's got the pedigree he's got like the the not the legacy but you know it's like oh he's the you know the real minnesota miracle man he he gets his chance somewhere college takes a a chance on him and he flames out i don't know you figure julie's still playing we think Connie gets an opportunity in college somewhere. Does she, does she stick through high school? I think she definitely sticks through high school and maybe she goes like Ivy league, you know, she's in politics now. Um, So maybe that kind of gets her, helps her get to the Ivy league. And maybe she plays there at least her freshman year, like on the women's team and, and at Brown or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if Brown has a women's ice hockey team. Yeah. I I believe they do. do. Yeah, Yeah. I believe they do. Uh, I like that. Uh, Mike, anybody stick out that's, you know, still playing that we haven't mentioned for, uh, after Eden Hall? Ooh, after Eden Hall? Uh, I definitely think Russ. Russ has got that that wild shot, and somebody's going to say, you know what, I need I need that. And that's the, that's the thing we're missing. I need a, a trick shot. That's what's going to get us over the top, and they give him a shot. I could definitely see that. And I could see Russ being like, all right, I'll do it. Like not necessarily like invested in, you know, his hockey career, but as long as someone keeps asking him to play, he'll play. Yeah. Remember, I mean, his dad said he better stay in school or he's going to whip his butt. So somebody offers him a scholarship. He's going. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, Tommy, anybody you think quits in before they get out of Eden Hall? I could see Louise quitting, you know, honestly, or getting like too caught up with girls or, you know, God forbid, you know, getting a girl pregnant and he's got to like drop out and work. You know, if, if Kevin were here, he'd be like cheering about that. Um, but I'm not sure he sticks with it. Um, in, in another lifetime, he's, of course, a uh, professional baseball player playing for the Dodgers in the Sandlot. Um, so, yeah, he kind of sticks out to me as someone who might not stick with it or maybe even, you know, maybe he gets homesick or, or something like that. Um, maybe Minnesota's too cold for him, wants to go back to Florida. Yeah, I could see like the day-to-day grind if once he, you know, gets to varsity or whatever, sort of getting to him and he just, you know, wants to stop and gets burned out. I think Portman is definitely ineligible at some point during <laughs> high school, but he keeps playing in some capacity. He like goes to a, a juniors league or whatever. So yeah. I don't think he finishes out Eden Hall. I don't think he even graduates. And maybe they find out that he was like 26 all along. Yeah. I do like I somebody. That. Uh, I think somebody like Averman. I think he definitely takes over as the broadcaster once uh, Josh, once he re- you know graduates and moves on. Averman decides, you know, I'm tired of getting uh, all these shots to the head, mm-hmm. and uh, I can take my talents elsewhere. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point because you figure Averman is is low on the totem pole. He's like a third line, fourth liner. If he's on forward, maybe they move him to D or something, and he's unhappy and he's like. I truly want to be a broadcaster or something. So I still want to be involved, but I don't have to take, you know, shots to the head anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And he knows they'll honor their, the scholarship too. 
I like that. Um, some some wild cards here. Any of the varsity? We what happens to Riley Cole? Do they do we think they both continue playing? Do they get opportunities somewhere? I'm not sure Cole's grades are good enough to play in college. Oh, that's a good point. You would figure Riley, the captain of you know nine time state champion, he gets even if it's like a D three shot or something. Yeah, he's he'll get the Ivy League connection from his his rich daddy. But but I see him you know doing something really stupid and getting kicked out after like a year or two. They're gonna find out he's he's involved in something nefarious. Yeah, Yeah. he gets arrested for you know distributing drugs or something like that. Yeah, like uh, Yeah. yeah, some sort of misdemeanor maybe it's a felony who knows it's it's probably a school that's already like under sanctions from the ncaa you know because they're willing to take him you know with with all his baggage to begin with and they're just they got to cut him loose i think skitter scooter like kind of plays in the ahl and he he makes it close like you know he's on a preseason roster somewhere in the nhl and maybe he goes to europe i think he's got the the uh, the work ethic and people like him and so they're willing to kind of give him chances and you know, he's a, he's a very capable goalkeeper, I think. Yeah, I like that. Whether he goes college or the OHL route, he's a good goalie, not great. Maybe doesn't get drafted, but a team, you know, picks him up or he's like a late round draft pick and sort of languishes around for a while. That's a good one. Um, anybody else we really need to touch on? Uh, Fulton? Have we talked about Fulton at all? He no, definitely plays either. through Eden Hall. Yeah. I could see Fulton being a captain. Sorry, Mike. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say. I think he sticks around. He at least goes where he follows Charlie. Is is kind of what I'm thinking. Uh, tries to at least because they're so tight as as buddies, as we saw in D3. Uh, but I think he gets to the point where he just realizes this this is over and moves on. Yeah, he's not sure he even wants to play hockey his entire life. So yeah. Uh, I think Goldberg, you know, has a run on the varsity and that's done after high school. Um, I can Dwayne? see Goldberg even like stopping to play, like, because Julie's the number one, clearly. Right. And Goldberg maybe was like, hey, I don't want to be defense or something. I don't know. Um, we'll he doesn't see. want to have to shoot again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He could, yeah, he could definitely like flame out his senior year and just be like, all right, I'm done. Like, he, and he definitely goes to like state college. You know, he's going to Minnesota or something like that. Um, yeah. I like yeah. that. I think uh, Kenny Wu definitely goes back to the uh, the Olympic route. You know, going back to figure skating. Who knows? Maybe we'll see him next month. Oh, yeah, that would you know, be you, yeah. You can still be like in your in your twenties and be a world class figure skater. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, we know he's still got the skills. He showed it in Game Changers. So it. he was still doing some figure skating at least on the side. Um, we have Dwayne. I think Dwayne could just be done. He could play his Eden Hall career and then just be done. Um, Nothing there. Um, I think we've covered everybody from D3 that uh, went to Eden Hall. But let me me get one more check through here. Uh, We talked about D, D Germain. Oh, good, good point. He follows Connie, um, but he doesn't play hockey. Yeah, he's not good enough. Unless actually, he probably can't get into Brown, so he goes to a smaller community college in Rhode Nearby. Island or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah, that's good. And and maybe he plays for that. Like maybe he's playing in like some small capacity, even if it's just like a Sunday pickup league. That's really good. Yeah, yeah. 
So he's he's still, you know, involved, but he's not trying to make a career. He's not playing college. He's not, none of that stuff. Um, yeah, I, th- I think we have covered it as I look through here. Yeah. So good question. Great, uh, great answer. Great answer from all of us. And that was a true team effort. Uh, Mike, anything, anything you want to plug? Any Twitters, Facebooks, anything like that you want to get out there to the Quackalites? No, no, no. Uh, you know, I do, I do enjoy the discord. Um, you know, that, that's, that's been a lot of fun communicating with everybody on there. Uh, so no, but no, nothing in particular that I want to plug. Perfect. I love the discord plug. We'll I'll put a link in the show notes. I always do, but I'll put <laughs> another link in the show notes for the discord. It has been a lot of fun. Tommy, you have yeah. something? Two last questions for okay. our cats fan here. First is which you know which sports movie do we need to be talking about more? Oh yes, I I, I thought more about that. Uh, Remember the Titans. My, oh. my my dad actually attended that high school. He was a sophomore the year the movie was based on. He wasn't on the football team though, uh, but he had both of the coaches as like his gym teachers, and he knew a few of the guys just from going to school there. Any real life stories that he's uh, told you about that you'd be willing to share? Only thing he's really said is that like, you know, most kids, they love gym class growing up. That was like their favorite time. He said everybody there hated and despised gym class because it was basically like boot camp. They, <laughs> that's how they ran things. It was like it was in the movies, just all the, the physical nature. And he's like, this is supposed to be an easy A and you've got me running, you know, for miles <laughs> at a time in high school. I like that. You're like, uh, in a way, like some sort of sports movie Forrest Gump. Like, you know, guys from the Kentucky team, you know, your dad went to the high school. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if you, if you had, do you know anybody from We Are Marshall or anybody like that? Any other connections we need to know about? No, I don't know anybody from We Are Marshall. No. Okay. Right. Those are probably the two, those are probably the two that I, that I know anyone with any kind of connection. It's just kind of funny we brought those up. <laughs> that was impressive. Uh, Tommy, your, your second question for Cats yes. fan here. Would you rather um, <laughs> in, in a year, this is not what you think is me, Mike. Oh, okay. Um, okay. We, can, we can get into that later. Um, would you rather Kentucky win a national title in basketball or football next year? Honestly, football. Uh, as much as UK is a, or Kentucky is a basketball mad state, I really think if uh, they were to win in football, they, everybody would love that so much more. Yeah. That would be insane. I was actually at the the Citrus Bowl just on Sunday. My brother and I, we drove. I drove from Ohio, picked him up in Kentucky, drove all the way down to Orlando, went to the game, turned around, drove straight back. So I spent like 30 hours in a car over the course of like two days. And you were listening to your favorite Mighty Ducks based podcast the whole time. We did listen to one, and my brother, he liked it. But at first he was like, what are we listening to? And I told him, and he kind of gave me a look, but he, he enjoyed it. It's good. Well, awesome. hopefully he listens to this one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll send it to him. I'll send him the link. Perfect. Perfect. I do. Let's just ask the Applebee's question. Uh, you know, $25,000 in cash right now uh-huh. or free Applebee's for life with a party once a month. Free Applebee's for you and your family plus one non-family member guest dine that's dining only i think it's tommy's mm-hmm. rule plus a party once a month at applebee's that is entirely paid for 
which one are you taking? That, that's tough. I don't know. I think I answered this sort of on the Discord one time, and I think I gave some sort of answer that I would take the money and then uh, invest it and pray to God I got some sort of return like we got last year, the last couple of years. And then I could buy my own Applebee's and basically get the second for free with recur- oh. with recurring, uh, you know, in money returns. I like uh, that. I'm owning yeah. the restaurant. Best of all, and really, you're thinking That's, about your children who will get to enjoy Applebee's I've, for life. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. You're making it's those about, memories. It's about them. It's not about me. Yeah. <laughs> man no, that's i think good. that's the best answer we've gotten is you take yeah. some money now so you can buy an applebee's later yeah, yeah. you get the mm. you get the applebee's and the well i guess it's a delayed you know gratification but you get the that's applebee's. What I said. I, that's what i said like fingers crossed i get like you know 30 40 percent returns and in a couple of years yeah <laughs> you know you can totally bank on that yeah yeah <laughs> why not or you can just put it in crypto i hear kin tokens gonna blow soon so. <laughs> we'll uh we'll go what is that what is that up to these days uh last time we were at like uh we were at like 100 no we were at like 80 40 dollars 40 dollars because it like a hundred and something return would have been a hundred dollars so um yeah we're he's still down there credit to kevin for blowing 300 dollars. but uh that is it for us mike any any questions for us anything we haven't answered anything we should talk about before we wrap it up here no, I think we covered it all. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Thanks for everybody who uh, voted for me. Really appreciate it. It's been a blast. Awesome. Awesome. For us, thequackdeck.com. Go there, contact us at quackdeckpod on Twitter, facebook.com slash quackdeckpod. Go to iTunes, give us five stars. Give us your answer to the Belafonte question. Is he an import or is he a homegrown player? And is he an import in either sense or a homegrown player? and join that discord and thanks to our producers we love you guys keep uh somebody re-upped i think jd re-upped his card must have declined or something and he went back and he added it again we appreciate you jd and all the producers thank you as we go into 2022 i'm excited it should be a big year we should we got a season two of game changers we should have some guests coming up so we're excited for that and remember ducks fly together ducks fly together Ain't no turning back Got to be the man